0: COVID cases are surging in a lot of areas, and we want to pray today for those who are suffering, for those who are making policies and decisions and choices, and for those doing COVID-related research. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We're going to dive into episode 149 today and pray about the COVID-19 pandemic. But before we do that, we are going to start today as we start every broadcast with some worship. The first verse is Psalm 36:9, and it says, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. Jeremiah 10:10 says, But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. So today we're focusing on the idea that God is where life is found. He is a fountain of life. He is a living God. So that's where we're at today. Will you join me? Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning. And before we start asking these things and pouring our hearts out, we want to set ourselves a reminder, but also practice honoring you for who you are, just worshiping you for who you are and not about what you can provide, what gifts you can give, what guidance you can you can share. You are the fountain of life. You are where living water comes from, Jesus. The Lord is the true God. You are the living God. We don't have a stone statue with no life in it that we pray to. You are a living God. You are a person in the broadest sense of the term, (laughs) Godhead, as we speak to you as personable, as someone, not something. We honor you for that today, that you are a living God, that you are the one true God and the fountain of life. And through your light is the way that we see light you are our everlasting king and we worship you for that this morning as we go forward into this prayer time i pray that you would direct my words and my thoughts pray that this time would be pleasing to you that you would use it as you wish and that you would use it to open our hearts to both you to your truth to your life but also to those around us. We are to love God and love others. And I pray that today's prayers would awaken both of those things in our hearts and that we would draw closer to you in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. This broadcast originated mid-March in 2020 when I knew that I couldn't really help during the pandemic. I wasn't a frontline worker of any kind, but I knew that I could provide a place to gather in prayer. A year and a half later, we're almost almost exactly probably 18 months from when I started this broadcast, we come back to this topic, and it's so interesting because I feel in one way very different than we felt a year and a half ago, and in another way, very much the same. We know so much more now than we did then, and yet we are still dealing with the suffering and and death that the pandemic brings. So I have a selection of verses below that I'm gonna read and pray each one. So let's just go right to it. The first verse is Isaiah 41:13, and it says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Father, this verse is one that I have used over and over and over in this season. You are the Lord who takes our right hand and promises to help us. And so because of who you are, the one true living God, everlasting King, we should not fear. And I pray that as we move into this conversation, that you would take it from being fear-based to taking hold of the comfort and the power and the wisdom that you provide. Those who are suffering right now, those who are hospitalized without family, those who are facing the difficulty of breathing and the uncertainty of their survival, those who are feeling fear in those circumstances, and we know there are thousands and thousands each day, pray that you would give them peace, that they would find you and find strength, that you would answer their calls, and that they would gain that thing that helps us walk without fear, and that is a trust in the power and provision of the God. Of of you. Next verse is Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. It says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. I am not going to anthropomorphize this pandemic as being evil. However, Father, the circumstances that we are in are difficult. And I pray that as we, as As individuals make decisions and choices about how we respond to our neighbors, how we respond to our community, how we respond to people online, I pray that you would give us wisdom, that we would be doing this as wise people and not as foolish people. I pray that as policymakers and decision makers, whether that's government folks or school systems or individual teachers, those who are making decisions and choices for others, I pray that you would also give them wisdom that they would be walking in your wisdom. First Peter 3.8 says, Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. As we interact with others who we may disagree with over interpretation of data, over how we respond to the pandemic, I pray that over and above any disagreement, I pray that we would be compassionate. I pray that we would be humble. Pray that we would be empathetic to others. You didn't come and say that we wouldn't be known by our ability to cut someone else down or stridently disagree with them. You said that we would be known by our love. So I pray that as we walk through today and the years to come, as we face this or any other challenge, I pray that your people would be known for their love, that we would treat each other with sympathy, compassion, and love. Proverbs 2.6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom, from Him's mouth comes understanding. James 3.17 says, The wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Father, I pray that the wisdom that we find, that we lean on from you, I know that it is these things pure, peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. If that is the wisdom that is coming into us, I pray that those would be the things that would be coming out of us. Pray that as we and others deal with disagreement or deal with um, treating patients or deal with making decisions for where people can be treated or making vaccines or treatments available or researching new treatments, all of the things that the researchers are still have such a vast array of, of knowledge that they're looking for. As we go looking for these things, as we go responding to each other, I pray that we would be finding our wisdom in those places and that if our wisdom is coming out in ways that is not considerate, that is not peace-loving, that is not full of mercy, that is not Um, that good fruit is not present, that sincerity, and it seems like there was another one, purity, is not present in that wisdom, I pray that we would be very careful turning toward and expressing things that are not from the heart of God. Father, I I recognize by saying this that it would be easy for someone to interpret my words as not relying on, um, I want to say, the smarts that you've given us, the, the the knowledge that you've led people to, the science that you have um, had people discover. I, 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 and this is not an all or nothing conversation. It's not that I'm negating those things. I'm just asking that we would make decisions based on your wisdom and that it seems like so much of that is coming out of the mouths of believers as inconsiderate as not sympathetic as not merciful as not submissive and i just ask that your reputation your name would be honored and glorified by your people okay so let's see i have romans 12:12 12, 12. i think we will finish with romans 12 i'm sorry 12:15 romans 12:15 and it says rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn Father, we pray that you would give us opportunity and that we would take it to come alongside those who are suffering simply to rejoice and to mourn where rejoicing and mourning is needed. As we finish out this, these, these few moments, I also want, I guess, just to cover a couple of topics again. Those who are suffering, we ask you to heal them. Those who are infected, those who are on their deathbed, pray that you would provide miraculous healing and healing through medicine pray that you would be with the doctors in the treatment and for those who are under their care that they would that their bodies would fight off this virus pray for those who are at home and suffering, who aren't hospitalized and are dealing with quarantine as well as physical symptoms, I pray that you would come alongside them as well and get them the help and the resources that they need, whether that is, is people to bring food or, or comfort or in, in whatever other way. Pray that you would be, provide resources for those people and ease suffering. For those who are making policies and decisions and choices, I pray that they would be full of empathy I know that, and we'll get to this on Wednesday, but I know that there is compassion fatigue happening not only in the healthcare sector, but also among community members. There's compassion fatigue for people who feel differently than we do. There's compassion fatigue for people who feel like, I've, I've been through this for a year and a half and I'm tired. And we pray that you would strengthen us, that you would... Your compassion and your mercy is never ending. I pray that that would be where we would draw it from. Pray that we would see each other as people first and as image bearers of the true everlasting King. Pray that those doing research would be guided into the places and the circumstances and the knowledge that they need to learn more and to help more. That that research would open the doors to new treatments, new cures, new vaccines, new all the things that we need to know about pandemics and this particular virus. I pray that it would die out. I pray that it would stop. Well, I don't know that it's ever gonna stop mutating. That's the nature of viruses, but that, that you would guide those mutations into being more and more and more harmless, less, less, less harmful maybe a better way to say that. And as we cope with this as a people, as a nation, as individual communities, I pray that you would give us strength and endurance and that we would walk through this today the same way we walk through any difficulty, and that would be with our hand in yours and our dependence on you and our strength from you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, friends. Thank you so much for being with me this morning as we do this. I appreciate your presence here, whether it's live or on the replay on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page. We will be back on Friday. This is unusual. Our, our schedule shifted back because of Labor Day weekend, but we'll be back on Friday and we will be praying for the healthcare workers and all of the crises in, in, that they are going through right now. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend is a great way to allow other people to pray with us. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road. And my heart is that as we do this, we would grow in our prayer life, in our understanding of how we can use Scripture in that prayer life. And most of all, I pray that God would draw us into a deeper and deeper relationship with Him. Amen.